Ladies and gentlemen, Graffiti Talk Radio. Talk radio. This the uh the home of the backstairs beats and backstores. This your boy Fresh Low, my partner Bomber Club. Bomber Club, where you at? Right here, homie. What's good? Good, man. And uh today we have a very special guest. He's a native of New Orleans, a former member of the Rap Lot groups, the convicts and the ghetto boys, known for his like straight gangsterism, no nuts, no glory, having things, all a dream. Everybody know him as the Peter man. Let's give it up for Big Mike. Big Mike, it's good to have you on the show, man. What up, what up? I appreciate y'all brothers having me, man. What's happening? Man, Good. not a whole lot. Hey, before I ask you my first question, I just got to say this, man. Who is Big Man? Who is Peter Man? Peter Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Already. Peter Man. Already. <laughs> yeah, man. Already. So, yeah, so um, what part oh, of the world did you grow up in, man? Well, man, I grew up, you know, we moved, um, <clears throat> me, my mom. My sister, the brothers, we, you know what I'm saying? We stay um, all over the place. But mainly I grew up in a um, part of New Orleans called the 17th Ward in a um, um, neighborhood called Girt Town. And then later, you know, um, around my middle school um, age, I moved to um, the 9th Ward in New Orleans and um, spent, um, grew up around that time there. So I read both both places. Then from there, I moved to Houston. By the time I was in um, high school, I'm right. um, approaching high school, I moved to Houston. So, yeah. So I okay. got a little bit of all in New Orleans in me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, your dad was a jazz player, right? Well, my dad my dad played all kinds of music, man, from um, rhythm and blues, you know, to um, jazz, um, reggae, rock. My dad just all around musician. You know, he played um a variety of um instruments, you know, from drums to trombone and everything right. in between. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so that was basically uh, one of your inspirations for getting into music, man. Who 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 inspired you? What made you wanna become an MC? Well, you know, my I was always doing in the music because it's always around the house. You know what I'm saying, with my father being a musician, you know, he wasn't, you know what I'm saying, there all the time, but it's like when when, when he was there, you know what I'm saying, right? So right. we always had the music influence. And being from New Orleans, you know, um, music was just in my family. Somebody was either in band, school band, or in another band, in a, in a house band or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So right. we always had that in me. I knew that I, want, I, I had the, um, the talent to express myself musically, you know what I mean, because I started off playing instruments. Right, drums and you know what I mean, um, trombone things. Following my father's footsteps, so I always had the talent, but I didn't want to sing. You know what I mean? Not right, that I couldn't right. sing, 
but if, if I would have been singing and by now I'd probably be very accomplished singer, right? But I didn't want to express myself that way. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. So because so, you know, and, and I was feeling that way for a reason because God had hip hop coming along. You dig know what I'm well, saying? So yeah, by the exactly. time um I had heard when you know, I had heard, you know, um songs from the Sugar Hill gang and this and that, you know, like in the um when when it came out, late seventies and things like that, right? But we yeah, were yeah. we 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 we've heard these songs and stuff, but it's when I heard um when I heard Planet Rock, right? That I never, I never heard music arranged that way. You dig know what I'm saying? And vocals yeah. arranged that way, right? They it was hip hop, they were rapping, but it was still um melodic. You dig know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? right. And the beat was so driving and it's still a jam to today. You can you can put it on, you know what I mean? And it, it's yep. on bang, right? So it says something about the song itself. So I was moved by hearing that. Right. Right? I was moved by hearing that, and I said, yeah, that's how. Now, now I had heard rap songs prior to that. You feel me? But when I heard that one, I said, that's how I want to express myself musically. You dig what I'm saying? Right? But I didn't start it right then. You feel me? I didn't really get on my pen. I was just submerged in the culture as the culture came along and grew. Right? I was submerged in the culture like everybody else, but I hadn't started developing my pen, you know what I mean, until, like, I was on... In high school, that's when I would start jotting songs and formulating songs, you know what I mean? And things like that. But, but, but the seed was already planted and growing. You feel me? So by the time I got to my pen, you feel me? I had to absorb so much that my pen was kind of nice early on. You know what I mean? It's nothing where it's, it's nothing where it is now. Right now it's straight mastery. I don't want to brag and stuff like that. But when I do (laughs) that, I'm giving God the credit because it's because of him that my pen is like it is right now. You know what I mean? And I'm looking forward to getting out there with the new music and stuff because I know it's been a while. Um, you know, I eat and stuff by, you know, doing my features and my performances and stuff like that. I'm blessed to be able to still do that. You know what I mean? Right. And um, But I haven't had, haven't sat down and just concentrated on a full Big Mike album. You know what I mean? Right. I've been on yeah. some mixtapes and some undergrounds and things like that. So, um... I had to wait for the inspiration to come. You feel me? So I right. found it. It came along yeah. well. I sat down long enough and let it come along. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. able to um, get off in the studio and ride that wave and um, put together some real good music that I think the public is going to, um, and the fans are going to really appreciate. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's going to, yeah. um, <clears throat> I don't think like, because everybody knows that, you know what I'm saying, me and other artists that was doing it in the 90s, we was like, and I was, 20s and stuff in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Now we're a little bit older, right? But I don't, I don't, I'm looking forward to getting this music out there because when, when people hear the music, cats that's in, that's that were fans and around during that time, that's still consumers of the music and still fans of the music, you know what I'm saying? They're going right. to um, be filled and they're going to be full. They're going to appreciate it. And, and the youngsters, you dig what I'm saying? They're going to appreciate it. You feel me? Yeah, they're gonna right, right. And then when they find out how far back a brother go, right, they're going to be like, damn, I, I sound that good. You feel me? After 25-some more years in the game, you know what I mean? Right? So, you know, right. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. But the music, the music, the music is full of substance. It's not, um, you know, I, I know people want a lot of people, the fans, they die hard, and I love them. And they always be like, man, I want to hear that 94, that 95. I'm like, man, it's 26, definitely 2017, bro. 
You know what I'm saying, yes, right? Yes, You're supposed so, to grow, so, right? Those songs yes. are done. That foundation is laid. The way you build steps is you put one foundation down, then you put another on top of that one and another on top of that one, right? right I'm like, so, right, right. you know, I, I can't go back. If I want to continue to build, right, and have these steps lead somewhere, I, I, can't, I can't go back and, and, and repeat, try to repeat what was done in the past. You dig what I'm saying, right? We have to move right. forward. So this album is a is 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 progression. It's you know what I'm saying. It's it's moving forward. It's, it's growth, and um, I'm glad that some time had went by since the last time. Now it wouldn't have taken so long if it was up to me, right? But life life interferes. You dig what I'm saying? Because life has to be lived. Our careers and everything secondary to life. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like, so, a lot of people so, forget that. Yeah. So you you know, lost, uh, yeah. So yeah. And getting into that when you had uh. Moved out to Houston. You had uh, met Tony Draper. Yeah, when I moved out to Houston and stuff, when I was in um, when I was in high school, um, like in the summer, you know, what I'm saying I was looking for a job and stuff, and yeah. um, so I can buy my own school clothes. <laughs> you feel me? So I was looking yeah. for a job and stuff. I got a job at um at the Olive Garden. Y'all familiar with the restaurant chain? So I got a, yeah. I got a job at the Olive Garden, and um, Tony Draper, he he happened to be working there too. And we was all around the same age group. So on our crew, we had a crew of young high schoolers. You know what I mean? That be yeah, controlling right. the kitchen and, and holding everything down. And that's how that's that's how I met him initially. But we, you know what I'm saying? We clicked. We was young. We had clicked. And um, I had some demos, some demo music that I have been working on when I would go to New Orleans to visit my mom and my father. Um, and my um, my family, my sister and brothers out there, me and my father would get in the studio and do some music, so I would let him hear some of it. And he was like, right. oh, man, I like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me, let me me hold on to that tape, right? So I let him hold it on hold on to the tape. And he took the tape, and he was jamming it, you know what I'm saying, with um, Ken Folk. He is a guy that's a good friend of mine now, John Beto. He's a um, producer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Affiliated with Rap a lot. And um, he let John hear it, and... Um, and John liked it, you know what I mean, and wanted to say, you know, suggest that we do a few more songs. So right. me and Draper, would, when we get our checks, right, we would go half on the studio time, you know what I mean, yeah, and things yeah. like that, right? Because he always, he never wanted to be an artist. He always thought as a label CEO, yeah. even even when we was young, you feel me? He yeah. always thought like that. And um, I just wanted to spit. You know what I'm saying? I come. I, I wanted to spit. You know, I wanted to get mine that way. And um, and we would go half on the studio time in this. You know, and um, they got the music to um to Jay Prince. We called him Lil Jay at the time. And um, got the music to them. And um, and it just went from there. It went from there. That's how I wound up getting introduced to um to the rap lock camp. You know, and it, and it just went from there. You know, that opportunity led to me doing a convicts thing. The convicts yeah. led to me being in Los Angeles, you know what I'm saying, doing the death row, you know what I'm saying, working out with them for a while. And then that led to me coming back home, you feel me, and doing yeah. the ghetto boys thing, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. So, like, when when, when you got brought into the convicts uh, and you was introduced to 3-2, what, was it another member who was already part of the convicts? Um, Big Mellow. Oh, oh, Big Mellow. Mello and I think I think they might have had another artist in mind. 
I don't know if these guys had I was 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 incarcerated at the time. I know Big Melo was at the time. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, <clears throat> Jay Prince, you know, he was basically like, you know, I got this idea for this group that I'm that I want to form. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I like what you're doing. I think you can help us out with that. You know what I mean? If you help us out with that, then I turn around and help you out with your solo thing and with what you and Tony trying to do. You know what I mean? So uh, that's yeah. that's how. That was the terms, and I mean that was the grounds on which we had, you know, formed, you know, that that thing. But yeah, when I got there, it was three two, you know what I mean. So um, they decided, you know, let's let's just rock with, with um Big Mike and three two, you know, and um yeah, right. And we it wasn't a brainchild of mine, but it was it was the start for me <clears throat> professionally, you Word. know what I mean, to release some professional recording. So you know, I got in where I fit in. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I look on it back now, and a lot of people like that record, and they consider it a classic. I think it on eBay being sold for almost $200. Damn, You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So, you, you feel me? So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm thankful to have been a part of that. You know what I mean? The men 3-2 yeah. are still friends to the day. We're still, you know what I'm saying, we're like brothers or whatnot. And, um, you know, it was it was an awesome opportunity. Then it led to other opportunities for me. <clears throat> right. So who had yeah. reached out to y'all to um to join Delph Row? Um Well, when we had got the call, you know what I'm saying, from um Jay Prince, he was like, It happened so fast, right? He was like, yeah. Man, y'all gotta get y'all stuff together because y'all going out to LA. Like going out to LA you know what I'm saying? And then prior to that, I had only been to New Orleans and Houston. You know what I'm saying? In my life, I had never been nowhere, right? So I'm like, damn, L.A.? Right? And showed up the next morning, we was on the way to L.A. You know what I mean? But um, later, I found, you know what I'm saying, that it was that it was, it was in the makings. And I had been talking to people that was that was, that was in in assisting getting it done but i just didn't know what was going on you know what i mean and that thing had happened so fast we wound up down there in l.a the next day and you know what i'm saying here i am waking up on the couch at dr dre's house you know what i mean i'm like damn you know what i'm saying i just was watching this man here i am just a kid you know a couple of years prior you know what i'm saying in the florida projects you know what i'm saying watching my sister's brothers while my mom is at work recording videos on beat from BT, you know what I'm saying, with the old rap city, you know, and I'm 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 waking up on this guy's couch, you know what I mean? And here's the DOC. He's rolling over off a cover off the floor. You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, yeah. this is crazy. You feel me? But yeah. I, I thank God for the journey, man. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. you know, um I happen then then I then I meet Snoop. We hit it off. Matter of fact, we we stayed together. The apartment that that um that they had furnished um furnished for me, then um you know me and Snoop he spent a lot of time there. We wind up getting real cool. You know what I'm saying? Warren G. You know what I'm saying? This is before everybody just blew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And things right. like that. So um you know got to know Suge on the real level. You know what I'm saying, man? He he he. You know what I'm saying? He was 100 with me. I got nothing bad to say. I should. He he was one hundred with me all the way. Um, right. You know, Harry O and his wife at the time, Lydia Harris. Uh, 
You know what I'm saying? They was they was just they was just so good to me, man. I had an awesome time out there. I was so Word. thankful for my time out there. Now while I was there, we didn't get a chance to finish the convicts record. You know what I'm saying? But it was coming along swell. But I had got yeah. the call for the ghetto boys vacancy, right? And now yeah. you guys understand where I'm from, you know, having been grew up in Houston partly also, you know, that's a big thing. That's like our NWA. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And right. here they want me? You feel me? I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Right? So I thought about it for, for I don't know how long, maybe a couple of months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, things at Death Row had started getting really busy because things were moving for them brothers fast. You know, they had Dr. Dre that they're building around. So expectation is high and things was moving kind of fast. So, you know, um, it was, we started out a little, we started out normal recording the convicts music, you feel me? But things kind of slowed down as they progressed from the deep cover soundtrack to the um, Chronic, the first Chronic album. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I was right. like, ah, you know, it seemed like these guys got a lot going on right now. I know that they're going to get to us, but it may be a little down the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I have this opportunity to kind of like be, you know, be on the same stage. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right, yeah. so you know, and I'm a young cat at the time. You know what I'm saying? Eight, 18, 19, 19, 20, around this time. You know, and I'm like, so you know what I did? You feel me? Yeah. I went back home, but my relationship with 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 Shug and all everybody there was still solid. You know what I'm That's saying? They made feel yeah. it was still solid. I could have came back, but you know, things yeah. was going good for me around this time. Rap a lot because my I was living my dream. You know what I'm saying? Um, the convicts, yeah. the convicts that was one thing. But the ghetto boys was a different thing. You feel me? Now I'm here. I am the guys that you know. What I'm saying that that I was had the opportunity to vibe with, come together with, build and be friends. You know, the Death Row camp. I still wind up. We was ghetto boys and on um, the Death Row camp for the um the first very first Chronic tour. You know what I mean? Right. And yep. um you know and here Snoop, we'd be talking about what we was gonna do on the late night. You know what I'm saying? Blowing tree, right? And, yeah. and and here he's living his dream. He's a major fact. I'm living my dream. Oh man, Warren doing his thing. It it was it was an oh. awesome thing, man. Even with Tony Draper, like I got to go back to Draper. Like I said, you know, we was youngsters, man, sixteen, seventeen. You know what I'm saying? Talking about these things that he wound up going to being a major CEO. You know what I'm saying? Having Paul and T and Tila and you know what I mean? It it was yeah. man, it's an awesome thing, man. That's how come I know God is good, man. That's why when I talk right. to this young people. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I always uh, tell them you got to keep Yeah. Yeah, so so when um when when they started working on the chronic, um did did y'all uh talk about getting on the chronic too? Yeah, when y'all around songs, when they started man, working like, on the chronic? Well, when they was working on the chronic, we working on songs. I'm gonna tell you how Dr. Dre would work, right? Now he's working on the chronic. He got all of these 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 groups that's on the label, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? He listening to our music. So while he's doing his album, he's like, you know what? I gotta get Mike on the album. You feel me? I gotta yeah. get get Snoop on the album. So he's listening to how how we can contribute, right? So he'll yeah. say, you know what? That song that you played for me, right? Let's use that song on the chronic. You feel me? Or he'll yeah. already have the idea and let you finish going through the progressions of finishing the song. But all the while, he got the mind, he got it in his mind to put it on the chronic. You feel me? So songs like Mr. Officer and Straight Gangsterism, feel me? We're going yeah, to right. be on the chronic. We're going to Damn. be on the chronic. You know what I'm saying? But um, I figured, I guess, you know, once um, 
you know, we recorded, I recorded the songs or whatnot in, 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 in a camp over at Rap Lot and Jay Prince, you know what I'm saying? They probably was, <clears throat> was like, well, damn, if Dre want the songs, the songs must be hit. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. we're going to keep them songs. You dig what I'm saying? So I, I, I just figured that was the thinking in it. You dig what I'm saying? That yeah. was the thing, because surely I would have gave, I would, you know, I would, I would swapped, I would have swapped the song, maybe Straight Gangsterism or something for the Little Ghetto Boy song that was on the Chronic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That right. right. So I would have swapped that, but um, yeah, I was gonna have placement on that album. Trust that. You did what I'm saying. We was gonna have placement on the album. I didn't know about it in the beginning. I got the call from Rage. The lady of rage, and she was the one telling me, you know, Dr. Trey gonna put straight gangsterism and Mr. Officer, you know what I'm saying, on uh, on a, on a chronic album. I'm like, what? You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what? So um, and then you know, proof of that, like Dre was doing, he had did a, um a spread for the Source magazine. I think it was the cover when he had the gun to his head, and yeah. um, yeah. and it was they was interviewing him, and it was I guess he was playing the album for them as they were there interviewing him. You feel me? They say yeah. he got up from his desk, walk over to the big window, you know, the scene overlooking, you know, the little scene would not, and the song came on, he was like, yeah, this is my favorite right here. And it was Mr. Officer. You That's, know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so right. that ought to tell so, you, so, you feel me? I, so it's two different ahead, versions of that song? It's two, what it was, it's two different versions of the song. The version that, that, that I did when I, when I brought the idea, I brought the song concept back to, um, to Houston, right? And the version yeah. that was being worked on, and the original guy that produced the track, it wasn't Dr. Dre, it was um, DJ Unknown. Okay. And yep, DJ yep. Slip, that was okay. producers for Compton Most Morning. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? They, yep, that's yep. who was working on the Convicts album. DJ Slip, DJ Unknown, and Dr. Dre, that was who was doing the production for the Convicts album. So when yeah. I came back home, I took the idea, stripped it down, and, um, and let you know joe did yep. the version that eventually came out now <clears throat> i guess you know after things had dissolved between suge and and dr dre and this man suge still had the catalogs right because yep. on that, that that chronic um that death row had put out right it didn't it didn't do too well or whatnot but on that one they had a version of mr officer with mr lake singing on the chorus you feel me yeah, it was yeah. whack. It was whack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you feel me? But I guess he was like, you know, what I, mean? I guess they was like, shit, man, we're gonna try to use this shit. You feel me? But yeah. it was whack. So you know, it, nobody heard it or whatnot. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. remember the Ghetto Boys, Mister Officer, which is D1. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah. right, right. You know, yeah, because I gotta tell you, man, that uh, the Death Doors part, man, it still it still gets spins in my CD player to this day. You know, man, so, I appreciate uh, that. Listen. I mean, the things that's going on today, you know what I'm saying? You can apply that Mr. Officer song to what's happening yeah. right now today. Exactly. You, you, exactly. you feel what I'm saying? And it's a yep. shame because it's like, damn, so we ain't had no growth since then. You know what I'm saying? Things ain't changed. Things is still still deadly out here for the black man, the young black man. You dig what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and, and a detriment, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to the black family and stuff like that. But um, I guess, you know, I just feel like, you know, I'm, I, more artists should come out, you know what I'm saying, and really um, get to the root of the matter so that they can, you know, because music helps change mind states, right? And if we change yeah. our mind state, then we can get a lot of stuff done and take it just beyond the protesting 
You know what I'm saying? Right? And really, really, really move some mountains. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, artists got to educate themselves. And, and it's cool to go to the club. Right? I like to go to the club on a Friday or Saturday or yeah. sitting if I ain't got nothing to do. I got some friends in town. Right? But 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 every day I'm not turned up. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 thinking I'm being normal, you feel me? I'm intaking what society is giving me, what the world is giving me, right? I'm living life, right? So we got yeah. to we got to we got to open up and be more about receptive to, to living life and showcasing that through our music. You know what I mean? Right then on. just yeah. just just turning up all the time. You know what I'm saying? You can't turn up all the fucking. Yeah. I mean, you'll die yeah. if you if you turn up all the time in real life. You'll be dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll so be look, dead, so, bro. so you feel where I'm yeah. coming from? You know, I yeah. I just want yeah. to drop a little bit in there. I'm not trying to get too far off the interview. You feel yeah. me? But if I have opportunity to to say something, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna take that opportunity. So that's what's up. Right. You know, and I appreciate y'all giving me the platform. Thank you. Yes, yeah, sir. no problem. Yeah, so um, when you yeah, came back to us, uh, so look, when, when you had went to uh, the Death Row, how, how was the deal set up? Was uh, was it going to be like a co-promotion between Rap-A-Lot and Death Row? Because was y'all I, still legally signed to Rap-A-Lot when y'all went to Death Row as the convicts? Well, we was in the process of signing with Death Row. So, like, leaving one label and going to another, right? they'll probably work out something to where, you know what I'm saying, the other label will get something on your way out the door, right? So that, yeah, right. that's probably that first project, what I understand, it probably would have been like, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, you know, Rap Lot and Death Row probably been responsible for it. You, you know how it go. You, you yeah, feel me? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it wasn't no big issue or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it was just business, you know what I'm saying, and that's how things were going to be worked out. I, I, was, I was just happy to be seeing a little bit more of the world, you know what I mean, and being considered like you know cats like yeah man we'd like to have them on the label you know yeah, what i mean yeah, and yeah. and then know that cats is checking you out and picking songs that you're doing be like be part of a major album you know what i mean right, so right. like i say yeah. um we didn't get a chance to release that on death row but i made a lot of friends man i learned a lot you feel me it really smoothed yeah. over my game right because yeah. i'm coming from yeah. from rap like where we was doing things hard we was hard right was nobody right. harder than us, you feel me? Right? right. But being yeah. out there helped smooth my game over and hint is now I was able to put boost on for y'all like player player. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And come back with the something serious album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it all played a part of my development and I can see that now. And I thank God for the opportunity. You know what I mean? I do, man. So um, you know, y'all got drinks, keep smashing, you know what I'm saying? Keep yeah. yourself of keep yourself in a position where you can where you can where you can fulfill your dream and work towards it because you can't do it locked up and you can't do it dead. You dig what I'm right. saying? So Hell you yeah. know, and y'all keep God first, man, and you can accomplish amazing things, bro. I'm here to tell you, bro. When you when you headed back to uh to rap a lot, uh, to start on the Ghetto Boys album, around that time when uh when Jay Prince had decided to bring you in, was he looking at in anybody else to to take Willie D spot? You know what? Or was you like when the I first came, one that came to mind? Um, I don't know. From my understanding, I was the first one to come to mind. Cause you gotta understand, I had to be with rap a lot for a little while prior to that. You know what I mean? So I know a lot right. of people. You know what I'm saying? People would be calling me, "Hey man, your name buzzing, this and that." You know what I mean? Giving me, giving me heads up or whatnot. Now yeah. I, I can't say that. <clears throat> that. When I came back to Houston 
to meet with everybody. You know what I'm saying? About it. We was on a tour bus and um I forget where we was going, Florida or something. But we stopped in um Port Arthur to pick up Pimp Street. Right? So right. we're on the bus. You dig what I'm saying? We're on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on the bus, Jay Pimp's on the bus. You know, I guess he wanna hear a little something. I think maybe, you know what I'm saying, maybe at a time they was probably like, you know what I'm saying, what about Pimp Street? But anyway, <clears throat> you know, I took the initiative, you feel me? I spit a um awesome verse and right. that was it. I ain't hear nothing about nobody else. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, that right. was it. Pimp see my homeboy, boy, that's my brother, God bless his soul. You feel me? Yeah. That's that's my brother right there. But y'all want I'm I'm just giving y'all, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of insight on, you know, how everything came about. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when y'all when y'all started working on the album, man, what was the um what 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 was that the atmosphere? Like what was the the workings of putting that album together, like? I mean, for me, I I was super excited. You know what I mean? Um I think everybody, you know what I'm saying, around the label or whatnot, people was excited about it. You know, they were right. eager to hear it. You know what I mean? Um, right. <clears throat> now, when we worked on the album, I had never, like, worked recording the music with the Ghetto Boys or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Right. I met all the guys. But um, we didn't record a lot of songs in the studio together at the same time. Right? right. It was like, you know, they'll get the song, the producer a shooting song and somebody, you know, place come up with a concept, he'll go lay down the concept the idea of it, shoot it to me, I write my first go to the studio lay it. You know what I mean? I yeah, do yeah. the thing, right? So it it was it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. It didn't mean just coming from um hey me and three two spent a lot of time in the studio together, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And then when coming from um from, from Los Angeles and being out there and seeing how those guys vibe together and came to get to know each other right prior to even working on the music. You feel me? And yeah, it, right. it, it, it just translated into the music. After seeing all of that and being in that kind of atmosphere, right, I was like, damn, you know, I don't like how we're doing this album. I think it could turn out a little bit tighter. You feel me? If we would spend time in the studio together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they had a way of doing things. I was the um the new prospect. Right, so I ain't got too much pull. You feel me? Uh, saying yeah. the matter and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But I wish we had had a little bit more time on the record, and I wish that we would have spent more time together in the doing right. creative process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, because that's one thing uh, I wish. But I enjoyed it. I had an awesome yeah. time. You know what I mean? And we made we made some memorable music. You know? Yeah, you did for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I just wanted to, if you don't mind, I wanted to read a little part out of Scarface's book, uh, what he had said about, you know, the, you know, what was going on during that, that era. He said, uh, yeah. the first album Joe and Mike worked on together was the Ghetto Boys 1993 album to Dove Doors Port. James had brought in Big Mike to take Willie B's spot in the Ghetto Boys, and he rented us a beach house in South Texas to work out of but the album was the last thing I was focused on. I just would I would just do my shit and then leave. I wasn't trying to hang. I didn't want to be part of a ghetto boys without really be. If we were gonna do another ghetto boys album, I wanted the group to be back the way it was. I had no desire to fuck with that album. People always try to make it out like I had some 
kind of big beef or rivalry with Big Mike doing to make another album. But if you ask me, we never had any problems, not then and not now, not at least in my book. The majority of the time we would go into the studio and then Mike would go in and we take those separate sessions and, and make a song. If you ask me, Big Mike is one of the best Elvin. I really think he doesn't get his due. He's a beast when it comes to spitting rhymes. You ever heard of that old saying, the rhyme did it well with Big Mike, the rhyme did it. He's a hell of an artist, and that first solo album, he did something serious and serious as a motherfucker. But anybody <laughs> who thinks that I somehow didn't appreciate what Mike brought to the table onto Death Duel's part has it confused. I didn't have a problem with Mike. I had a problem with the project. <laughs> that's real. That's honest. Yeah, that's real right there. You know, we did, when he did, Jay did rent the beach house, and I think we went down there one time, and motherfuckers was out of there. You feel me? We right. ain't like that isolation. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. got out there, and we wound up going back to the city and, and recording, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I don't know. But, listen, see, like, with me and Face, when I had first came to the label, right, before the, before the Ghetto Boys or anything like that, right, I think they still had the grip it on the other level album that they was working, right? Yeah, so when right. I got there, um, you know, me and Face hit it off. We was cool. Matter of fact, he used to come stay at my house when I was staying in the projects. You feel uh, me? He would uh, pull up the BMW, be staying at my house. You know what I'm saying? We'll be going to the clubs and shit together. You dig what I'm saying? Hanging yeah. out, going to the after hours together, going to the gambling houses together. You know what I'm saying? Fighting motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Right? So right, we, yeah. we, we we was cool before that. You feel, you feel me? But doing that get, whole ghetto boy thing, I learned a lot about the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned a lot about the business and about friendship and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Right? Because... Okay, now if he didn't like the process or the you know working on the album, he never gave me no indication of that. You feel me? I, right. I never got that indication. Maybe that's why he didn't stay at the studio. He'll go knock his shit out and then this and that. I wasn't seeing it like that. I was still caught up in a in a whole you know what I'm saying thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm I'm still caught up in all of that. I'm I'm maybe I'm I'm not seeing everything. I'm still a little jaded. You dig what I'm saying? But um, I never right. got that indication from him, and we still hung together. You know what I'm saying? We would go by. Our favorite thing would be going to the um, going to the to the record store, and um, buying CDs, right? Just buying a bunch of CDs that we wanted to get, and jump in the car and listen to them. If it ain't jamming after the third song, we flinging them out the window. You know what I mean? This is the kind of shit we <laughs> yeah. do together, That's right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and listen to Pink Floyd together. You know what I'm saying? And things yeah. like that. So, you know, but um, the only indication I got after the album was out was um when I got, I think we had did an interview in Rap Pages, and um and Face had mentioned so they asked him, well, how you feel, you know, what I'm saying with Big Mike joining the group, and I think he said something about, you know, me and Mike cool, but you know, what I'm saying when he joined the group, they lost some fans and things like that. I didn't take too kindly to that. You know what I'm saying? Because my whole thing is that, okay, it's just like an NBA team, right? The NBA team got a big three, right? Yeah. Another two team blew away or one. They couldn't work out a deal. One of the big three fell off. Y'all want to put together another big three. You dig what I'm saying? But you're like, yeah. now I'm going to go get this youngster right here that got a future. You dig what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. Now, yeah. you don't have the same combination because it's not the same combination of people. You feel right. me? 
Yeah. Right, but you can't ignore the people that this new cat is the fans that he's bringing to the to the to the arena. You feel me? Right. To yeah. come see y'all. You dig what I'm saying? And those have to grow. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna lose some people fall off because Willie D was a dear member of the Ghetto Boys and still is. That's my dude. You know what I'm saying? He a real motherfucker. You dig what I'm saying? Right? And we yeah. cool, right? Right? So yeah, yeah. you're gonna have that, right? But then you got so much room to grow. You dig what I'm saying? And that's my whole thing. And I'm like, listen, we are we are brothers out here. We we black men, we trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? We got dreams, aspirations, we want to feed our families too, right? Why the hell can't we take the new edition approach? You feel me? Right? Yeah. Take Bobby Brown out, Johnny Gill come back. Bobby Brown give me shit together, they all together. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? And right. touring and shit like right. that, right? Even today they can go out as new edition, but they still call Johnny Gill. You feel me? Yeah. You can't, you, you feel me? That's what people support. That's what they want to see. They try to see no unity. You feel what I'm saying? We're getting yeah. taken advantage of because we ain't unified. You dig what I'm saying? So we have to start putting examples of unification out there. We can still do it. NWA can't do it because Easy's dead. You yeah, can always right. get somebody to replace him, but he's dead. Look at the ghetto boys. Watch this. Jukebox is still alive. Yeah. Red, right. red. Johnny right. C, Bushwick, Willie D, Mike, Faith. You feel me? Right. Raheem, everybody? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, but I guess it's going to take for one or two of us to die, and then they're going to say, damn, man, I wish we would have got together and did. You feel me? Yeah, and yeah. But the core, the core of us is still jamming, making good music. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Still, uh, still, right. still, man, you got to take advantage of that. But that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People yeah. have differences, but if you can come together for a cause, because, listen, you have kingdoms that might be threatened by another kingdom, and he might have a kingdom that he's been fighting with, but they'll come together for a cause. Feel me? And keep right. these motherfuckers, keep them out, out the way. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know, that's, that's, what, that's how I feel about it, because the right. ghetto boys, you know what I'm saying, done so much. For hip hop, for southern hip hop, feel me? Yeah, right, yeah. ghetto boys took a lot of the the, the 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 stones and the rocks and the tomatoes and the bottles being thrown at you because you wasn't from the east. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, right. you, you, you feel me? Right. So we had we had right. to go out there and pave the way. Rap lot did a lot for that. You know what I'm saying? Luke Records did a lot for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And um, I just don't think that you know what I'm saying they get the to get the the props that they're supposed to get remembered and recognized. You dig what I'm saying? And and I say, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? That's just that's just more of an opportunity and more of an um, encouragement to go out here and complete the story, right? We still yeah. got blank pages. Other people's books are wrote out. They don't have no more pages. But we still got blank pages. You feel yeah. me? Let's that's go right. do something memorable, man, and put and put yeah. things back where they're supposed to be. You feel me? There's no reason right. not to get a boy since being the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you got some more work to do, right, then do that work right. while you have the opportunity. You blessed to still have the opportunity? That's crazy. You know what I mean? But like I said, yeah. you know, sometimes, so, you know, we do the things that we ain't supposed to do. You know what I mean? The things we're supposed to do, we don't do. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when, so when you had started... Uh, Working on something serious. One thing that I had found interesting about uh about the album is when you was doing uh when you did having things, 
Pimp C had did that beat that was originally supposed to have been on his album, uh, what was that, Too Hard to Swallow. No, Super Tight, Super Tight. And say that uh, he had gave you the beat for that song, and uh, originally you was going to sing the hook, but Pimp came in yeah, and the hook later to be on that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, when I yeah. didn't know what the song was for, all I know is that, you know what I'm saying, I was like, um, Pimp, I seen him in Houston, he was like, man, I got some trash for you, Big Mike, when you start working on that solo album, holler at me, feel me? So yeah. um, when his time was on the album, I hollered at him, he called me and was like, yeah, man, I got something for you, won't you come down to PA, come hang out with me, stay at my house for a little while, you know what I'm saying, let's record. I was like, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to sit, went down there. You know, and he laid the um Have a Things track on me. I don't think he laid it on me when I first got there. I think we kicked it for a little bit. And um, but whenever he he laid it on me, he laid it on me. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, I got the track. I vibe to it for a little while. You know, and um, I wrote the chorus to it, and I was gonna sing the chorus originally, but then I was like, ah, you know, pimped on the verse. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of his music. I cut for him. You know what I'm saying? I was all in L.A. letting Snoop and everybody get a pocket full of stones when the shit first came out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? I want, I, want, I, want, I want my nigga to feature on this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I think I was probably... I think I probably the um, first person to have Pimp and Bun feature on, on something outside of their own project. But anyway... Uh-huh. I told him, I said, man, I think your voice going to sound live on this chorus. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. So he got the chorus. My partner, um, had a partner named Lester Tone at the time. His name is Tony Mack now. But he, he did the um the background harmonies on there. Yeah. If you listen close, you know what I'm saying? My partner's done the background right. harmonies on there or whatnot. And then I had a song that I produced because I was producing at the time. I think I had produced like... Um, maybe half, not half, almost half the songs on 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 something serious. Yeah. Um, if it has another producer name by mine, that's because I didn't know how to push the buttons, right? Right. Word, and then I would I would tell them come in the session to tell them what to play and things like that, and they would actually push the buttons. You know what I'm saying? Things like that for me. But oh, the, um, okay. the ideas and everything had came from me. But yeah. um, I got bun on a song that I produced called On the One. Yep. Okay. And um, yeah, on the one. And um, I should have had all three of us on the song at the same time. But I'm like, this is just a start. We're going to have plenty more opportunities to record together. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. want to try to get it done and get people in there. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, we, we I had fun recording, doing that session with, um, with Pimp. And it, and it, and it led to um, a long friendship. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, um, right. Yeah, yeah, like I say, rest in peace to the homie, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Pimp yeah, C. Because, uh, <clears throat> and, you know, I say they, uh, they, you know, it's that old saying, you know, there's, uh, there's always a man behind a man because everybody paid homage to UGK, but UGK paid homage to uh, to y'all, man, because Pimp C say you went 3-2, taught him how to rap, and Bum B say when he freestyled with y'all, that made him step his game up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's real right there. That's yeah, real, yeah. man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's real right there. Because a lot yeah. of times, man, you know what I'm saying, when we get these documentaries and maybe talk about Texas music, even though I was born in New Orleans, I was raised partially in Houston, too. So for as many people in New Orleans that say they love me and love me, the same amount of people can say that in Houston. You know what I'm saying? I right. got history right. in Houston. But the thing is that, you know what I'm saying, we hear a lot of these Houston documentaries and they're 
Dave Day interviewing his new age, um, Houston artists and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And they don't, you know, it's like you'll ask them, well, you know, who you, if you grew up in Houston around this time, who you, who you, who you listen to? Word. And I, you, you don't hear, oh, I listen to Big Mike, or you don't hear Ghetto Boys too much. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm yeah, like, you yeah. got to be kidding me. You feel right, me? Right, you yeah, right. You got to be kidding me, bro. Now, see, you're just stunting right now. You feel me? Like, yeah. I don't know if maybe they, they on a tree or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And the yeah. questions coming at them so fast, and they can't really think, or they just don't know their history, meaning they probably got into the rap later. See, like, like you, listen, you, got, yeah. you, got, you, got, you got real spitters, right? And then yep. you got people that just make songs because it's trendy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and it's the do, right? Anybody can adapt and learn to do something, right? But yeah. it's those, right. and you got those that's born to do it. You feel me? Yeah, right? Fine. But the public don't know this because they don't have that fine-tuned ear or that fine-tuned knowledge on artistry. You dig what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, so they yeah, don't know the fine. difference. So a lot of these cats is getting over they like, yep. and they can't believe they're getting over. they like, shit. Yeah. I can't a million with this bullshit. You feel me? Yeah. I can't believe yep. this. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 right. and getting over. But we got to, we got, we got to teach the, the uh, fans. You know what I'm saying? We got to educate them so that their taste can grow. Their yeah. taste right. palette for music can grow. You know what I'm saying? The more people can be heard. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, yeah. And we can get blessed with, with more music. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and more yeah. influential music. Yeah. So <clears throat> after and after you had uh dropped something serious, you know, it, it seemed like your stock had started taking off, man. Because after that, you was on the Dangerous Man soundtrack. You was on the Panther soundtrack. Was it any other labels looking to sign you at that time? Man, yeah, I had a bunch of soundtracks. I was on. I was on the Panther soundtrack, the Dangerous Mind, the Sunset Park soundtrack. <clears throat> the ride soundtrack, you know, I was doing yeah. features with other artists, but yeah, you know, saying had interest, you know, I, I guess it, it's it's with um any artist that's 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 bubbling and getting hot and and they're they're on the radar, you know what I'm saying? Other labels will start taking a look at them, but yeah, I had I had a few people that was that was interested, you know, and if I went with rap light at the time, you know what I'm saying, would have had a you know some some nice opportunities out there for me, some up, you know. Some nice um, options, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. So when uh when you had started working on Steel Series, I believe it was around this time. Rapalot had switched distribution companies to uh to Virgin. To uh, Virgin, yeah. Yeah. So did did they give you the creative control on on that on on the Steel Series album? Well, it was shared, right? It was shared creative control, right? So, yeah. meaning, you know what I'm saying, I put together songs, we sit at the table, which was a new process for me, right? Because yeah, yeah. Jay Prince, he basically trusted what we was doing. You feel me? Right? Yeah. right. And then he'll have, and then he'll come, right? And he'll have, he'll come with his vision, right? And he'll work with you. And it was able to work, right? It was able to yeah. work because, we, like I said, we made some memorable music together. You dig what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. But yeah. Over, it was a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? Because it was, it was more of a, um, assembly line type thing, right? So we got to sit down and you're sitting down and um, you know, we got to go over, you know, listen to a bunch of songs and they're picking songs that they think hot. You feel me? Then yeah, you picking right. songs and you're going back and forth and things like that. So it was way more compromise that had to take place over there with, with um with Virgin. But 
I, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm thankful for the, for that opportunity also. You know what I mean? To be yeah, over there yeah. with Virgin, knowing the long history that they have and the artists that had came out of there. You know what I mean? So, hey, that yeah. was a blessing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But um, that's that's basically how the decision making was. It was it was it was it was shared creative control. You know what I mean? I could go in the studio and record whatever I wanted. You feel me? But we gotta right. listen to it and, and go through the go through the files together. You know. And pick and choose or whatever, right? Yeah, that's why that's why the album. You know what I'm saying? It was it was supposed to be a continuation of something serious, right? But yeah. it had it it didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to like when I look back on it now. You know what I mean? To really round it out like I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Because I was going through a lot of things at the time, right? Some shit had came out. Now life for me, things is moving fast now. You know what I mean? And then yeah. that kind of rap life, it was kind of sporadic. You didn't really have a schedule on when you need to like. You know, okay, my next release is supposed to be out in June thirty, late June, right? So you know, you got how many months before that to start recording? right, and put you in a safe area where you will have a record ready for that time. We didn't have that kind of time frame. They just pop up and be like, you know what I mean? Hey, man, we need to get in the studio, need to record an album. So you really haven't prepared, right? So now, you know, I'm touring and stuff. You feel me? I'm yeah. always on the road. I'm touring and stuff. So now time, I don't have a lot of time, you know what I mean, to be creative like I had before. Because now, you know what I'm saying, I understand the business is beyond the booth now. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. So you have to be ready and be present, you know what I'm saying, and in that moment and things like that. And I didn't have the kind of time that I would have needed. You know what I mean? Like when I worked right. on the on the, um, the Something Serious album, time to go select the tracks. Let right. inspiration come to you for a track. Because sometimes you got to wait on it. You feel me? Right? Yeah. Right. Get the yeah, tracks, so, put the ideas down, get the tracks, write to the tracks, go in the studio, record the tracks and things like that. It was all happening so fast, right? And um, yeah. I just didn't have the opportunity to give the album the attention, the full attention that I would have wanted it before handing it off. You know what I mean? And a lot yeah, of the right. songs they had picked, I had a whole concept, but the album was just like <clears throat> a collage of different stuff because they was picking things, you know what I mean, that I had worked on for other artists, but they liked and we had to use and, you know what I'm saying, things like that. But um, I just think if I had more time, I would have been able to do more with that album and probably the album would have been bigger. Your word, word. Word, word. Yeah, and so during that time, uh, uh, you and uh, 3-2, y'all was still, like, doing some features there. So, what was it in the cards for y'all to do another Convicts album? Was y'all planning on doing that? Hold on, one second, excuse me. <coughs> I was drinking some water, man. Went down the wrong way. Well, uh-huh. um, like I said, me and three two, we're like brothers. <coughs> so we was gonna always had the possibility of coming back together doing stuff. But once I had set out things took off for me i guess he felt like man now i got to get myself established i got to get three two no you know what i'm saying right so you have to give every man an opportunity to do what he wants to do you know what i mean and um and i'm probably i'm pretty sure that we probably would have been able to get back in the studio and do something again um and we always would talk about it right 
but we always want to do something outside of the realm of the box that the convicts put us in. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so we would always be, you know, and it was about scheduling. And then it didn't help with, um, you know what I'm saying, me wind up getting locked up and being gone for, you know what I'm saying, a little while and things like that just kind of delayed things further. But like I say, 3-2 is still active on the Houston hip-hop scene. You see what I'm saying? I'm yep. still active, you know what I'm saying, but I'm more like a reclusive person due to my nature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? Yeah. I like to be in deep thought and be away, you know what I mean? Then pop back after I've got another revelation or after I've taken my thing yeah. to the next level. You know and what look, I mean? Look, boss, right? yeah, it was, a, it was another question popped up I wanted to ask you before I forgot. Uh, back, back during that time when uh, – Everything was going on between Rap a Lot and uh, Death Row. Was the deep cover soundtrack supposed to be on Rap a Lot? I don't know about that. I don't know. I like I said, I don't know. All I know, they was working on deep cover soundtrack. You know what I mean? Right. When we got down there, I didn't know nothing about Rap a Lot. It wasn't supposed to be distributing the or nothing like that. Yeah, I didn't know. That's news to me. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, because. A while back, we had an interview with that large, and he said that he had went into the big, uh, the big conference room and said that uh, he saw the uh, the deep cover soundtrack or the movie. It was sitting in, it was in there, and this was way before the movie had even came out. Mhm. Yeah, but uh, uh, Bummer Clark, you got anything you want to ask me? Oh yeah, I was wondering. Um, uh, hold up for a second. Uh. What what was like uh what was like hanging out with Snoop Dogg and all that like did you like actually give him all those like different slangs and different stuff where he could roll with was Man. it like a more more like uh we did didn't... He, did he bite though or did you like kind of give it to him like yo you could run with it no we ain't give nothing you know what I'm saying oh, we just looking at it like it's just slang we just talking you know what I'm saying we just we just talking how we talk word, 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 word. we just talking word. how we talk. And you know they was um I was I was totally surprised, okay, totally okay. surprised when I heard the, the the finished product. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. the I don't love these hoes and yeah, these yeah, nuts. Yeah. I'm talking about major staples that's in that's that's major slang in society and around the world that people familiar with now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it all that slang came from a popular in the hood named Tuckett. This is how he would talk. I don't love them hoes, Big Mike. Really, though, Big Baby, this is how he talk, right? So we would just be mimicking him. You dig what I'm saying? Right? And they say, you know, he's all around the world. I got to go back to the hood and explain to him. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He like, Big Mike, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get paid for this. That's me, huh? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, bro, you real, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? When I called Snoop about it, you know what I'm saying? He was basically like, Damn, Big Mike, y'all learn some stuff from us. We learn some things from you, which is Word. true. Yeah. Which is true, right? Yeah, which is yeah. true. Right. And you can't really copyright slang, right? No doubt, no right. doubt. Right? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, how can you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. we had to say, you know what? Oh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna copyright this slogan or do this and that. How the hell we know? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Some slang. Yeah. I don't love these hoes, nigga. Nuts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, but, right? Yeah, so. You know what I'm so saying? Thank like you. I say, yeah. he could have gave, I feel like they could have gave us heads up. Or if you're going to do that, right? Yeah. Have us on the project. 
Yeah. Feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> Have my nigga doing the skits. Have us on the projects. We supposed to be boys. Yep. Shit, we were just up there kicking it like brothers. We living together and shit. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? Eating the yeah. same fucking food, sharing the same fucking covers. You know what I'm saying? Not at the same yeah. time, but I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. we supposed to be brothers and shit. You feel me? And, yep. and and then you put together a record, and then you use all our fucking slang, and you know what I'm saying? And this shit is the shit that people remember. You yeah. feel me? And yeah. you got this on there. I didn't like that part of the game. Word. I didn't like Word. that whatsoever. But like I say, I learned a lot about the business. You feel me? No doubt. I learned a lot about the business. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. like when I see Snoop, you feel me? We still yeah. cool. We still cool. Like I said, we talked after that. That was my nigga. I called him. You feel me? Hey, yeah. come on, nigga. Right, we talk, and you know all of that is 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 is, is water underneath the bridge and stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just telling you how I felt at the time because yeah, you yeah. had brought it up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, it wasn't exactly. like nothing. We was like y'all use this or something like that. It was basically okay. ear hustling, something that they liked. You know what I'm saying? And they were yeah, like, "I yeah. was gonna use that." But my thing is, if you was gonna use it, yeah, you should have had us on the project, bro. I mean, yeah, y'all right, shouted yeah. us out and things like that. You shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you should have had us on the project. You know what I mean? So no doubt. No that's doubt. how I felt about so, it. That's what I would have so done. Thanks. You feel me? So, yeah. That's what I would have done, you know. So, thank you. You got something you want to ask? Yes, sir. Oh, my black lack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your, who, who are some of your favorite rappers? <laughs> oh, man. Like, when it comes to fake rappers to me, I'm not a guy that follows trends. You know what I mean? Okay. I jump right. on certain ways easily, right? <clears throat> when I think of my favorite rappers, you know what I'm saying, I, I have to it'd be a different, it'd be a mix, you know, from KRS-One, yeah. Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, LL, you know, okay. um, Queen Latifah. MC yeah, Light, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, Finesse, yeah. Queens. I mean, I'm I'm really, I'm really, I'm really a music hip hop historian. I grew up and I was yeah. immersed in it. You feel me? Right. right. So I can't, if I just pick my favorite rappers, it'll be on and on and on and on. Hell, <laughs> right. Will Smith right. was my favorite right. rapper at one time. You know exactly. what I mean? Things okay. like that. Yeah. But yeah. um, so I was influenced by. East Coast, because that's what was feeding us first. Feel me? Yeah. I was influenced right. by everything that I was able to absorb. You know what I mean? Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? He the one got yeah. me off the porch. I said, okay, now I'm ready to take <laughs> this shit from the bedroom. You feel me? To start that yeah. right. here stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Um, okay. Just artists that, that, that wasn't just majorly known. You feel me? Because yeah. I was in the crates. You know what I mean? So I was influenced by everybody. Every artist that had influence on me is my favorite rapper. You right, know? Right. But it wasn't and just hip-hop time. that influenced me, right? Because, you right. know, growing up to that time, being a child of the 70s and a child of the 80s and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, we listened to a lot of R&B, a lot yeah. of different music, especially if you grew up in the 80s, if you happen to be a, um, a preteen in the 80s or a teenager in the 80s, you know, it was a lot of music that we listened to. We just didn't listen to black artists, you know what I'm saying? Right, we listened to pop rock, soft rock, yeah. That's right. Yeah, we listened to soft rock, like yes, that, we did. Jamming, all of that shit. That's <laughs> yeah. why I tell people right. in the 80s, if you was able yeah. to be a preteen or a teen in the 80s and was aware of what was going on, not just a little child, right? It was an awesome time, full of optimism. You know what I mean? It, 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 was, yeah. it was an awesome time, bro. A lot of yeah. awesome music came out there. R&B was king in the 80s. 
You yeah, feel exactly. me? We, we knew more R&B songs than we knew rap songs at the time. You feel yeah, me? That's right. Yeah. R&B was king yeah. look, at the right. time. You know what I mean? Please. It was yeah. king at the right. time, yeah. you know. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And one more question, man. Um, during the time when you was in New Orleans, uh, was it any of the guys you uh, mingled with, you know, in their younger days who later on became artists, like on No Limit, Cash Money, or Big Boy? Did you, well, like when y'all was younger, did you just happen to come across any of them coming up? Nah, you know, um, like I said, when I was staying in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, this, I was, um, you know what I'm saying, I was still a kid. Like I say, I hadn't even much okay. started putting my pen to the pad then, you feel me? So I was where right. my mama took us. You feel me? That's where right, I was at. Right. I was around my cousins and the friends in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But no, you know what I'm saying, not to later, you know what I'm saying, like um T and then would be on a um on a part of New Orleans called the Parkway. My grandmother lived over there, but I was a kid, so we didn't really know each other like that. You know what I mean? But later, you know what I'm saying, being we share with from the same place. And then after my folks start talking, be like, nigga, that's your people? Be like, yeah, that's my people. Be like, man, I mean, your people all of you, feel me? Bam, yeah, bam, right. bam. And, you know, it come around, and then we find out how we be connected and things like that. Yeah, so it, it came about, yeah. you know, like that. You know, like, I, right. I didn't grow up with Wayne, you know what I'm saying, or nothing like that, but we got a lot in common. We share the same birthday. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right? We share the same Boulevard, Carrollton yep. Boulevard, Gertown is right across the street from Holly Grove. You did what I'm saying, yeah, right? right? And then another thing, when I see him, I'm going to talk to him. My grandfather used to talk to his grandmother. You feel me? <laughs> I used yeah. to be by this lady's house and didn't know these things. But see, that's how things, that's how things go. You know what I'm saying? It's just a right. small world. So when we come together and then able to share those things, you know what I'm saying, that builds a greater camaraderie or whatnot. You did yeah. what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, I listened to a lot of um, all the shouts out to Gregory D. Manny Fresh. Before Manny Fresh was with Cash Money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And things like right. that. Um, a lot of the bounce artists, you know, and stuff. Because, you know, New Orleans got a rich music history. You know what I'm saying? That's where yeah. it came from. It came from there first, and then it yeah. went to Harlem. You feel yeah. me? And yeah. then to other places and stuff like that. You know, then the blues spread out and things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to our ancestors, man. You know what I'm saying? Who kept that music yeah. going for us. You know what I mean? Right. So we'd be able to sit yeah, up here and get this money and be kings and queens out here through this avenue that, you know what I'm saying, they kept alive for us, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I said, and like I said with the uh you know, when me and you had our conversation earlier, man, like I say, you know, when I first got that something serious tape, man, I had uh my mama was into it because I was fourteen and she was four years <laughs> old. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I I woke up and uh I wonder where my tape was at, and Mama was in the front room playing your tape while she was cleaning the house. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, so man, real and, right there, bro. Yeah, and uh, then you you should have seen her, man. You know she walking around the house with a with a little dress on or whatever, and she's sitting up there rapping <laughs> uh, on the reel. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> you should have you should have heard my mama sitting up there saying, "What's up, young fool?" You see, they uh, ain't got no patience. You know, this twenty-four-year-old uh, woman walking around the house saying that. <laughs> but that's, I mean, you know? that's real, man. But yeah, see now, man. right now, that that you know what I'm saying. I'm around that age. I'm saying, damn, man, I'm still a fan. 
Oh, my guy's still friends. We ain't no elderly men running around here. You feel me? We just yeah. in our early 40s, brother. <laughs> That's me? right. That's right. Hey, look, I'm I'm in my 40s, and I still, you still in rotation in my phone. I still listen to oh, something really? serious. Yeah. My favorite song yeah. is Black Laughter, of course. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm always there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, man, really I love you, man. That. I love you, yeah. man. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Love y'all, too. Too, man, for real. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling myself on that black lighter joint, huh? Yes, you were. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. Hey, I'm going to fly hey, myself hey, back. Okay. I'm going to fly myself down there and fly myself back. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were? Oh, that, that was good. That's what's up. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, over, yeah. yeah. Over, I, over. You know what? That, y'all ever heard of the, um, the, um, the Latino star um, female Selena? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, that song Mike Dean had originally produced that song for her. What? Of course she had passed wow. away. Yeah. That's well the track the track was for her. And wow. um she had passed away and um and he was like, Yeah, I had done this track for Selena and I was like, Man, I need to wow. have that track. I had had the crazy. track for like three or four months before I could even write to it because every time I sat down to write to it, I just get caught up in how tight the track was. And an Ooh. hour or two would go by and I just was listening to the track. You feel me? Right. I can't even yeah. put nothing to it because I wow. wasn't trying so hard, right? I was like, the track is so beautiful. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I wanted I to do my it. best to it, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted to bring the black lacquer like to it, you know. Yeah. Shit was dope, man. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of cats, a lot of guys always be like, man, Black, black, be like, damn. <laughs> but all the dudes like it. You feel me? I'm hearing yes, it chopping the screw, coming down shit. slow, banging out of slab. I'm like, that's crazy. You feel me? Like, <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. when they with their lady, they want to, they want to put it on. You know. Uh, you know. Right. Yeah. Hey, some so, ladies like so, to hear a male voice coming through the speakers when they getting it on, as opposed to a female voice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, Already. I'm going to play my bad <laughs> white role. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, Big Mike, what you, got, what you got going on nowadays, man? Man, I got a new project, bro, that I just finished working on. Um, we getting all the videos and things together to line up so when we drop these singles, we don't have to be waiting. You know what I mean? But um, I got yeah. an album that, that I'm, I'm, I feel very, very good about. You know what I'm saying? And I can't wait to get it out to the public. Um, right now I'm kind of like, since I finished recording it, I didn't have a title when I first came up with it, right? You know, you can have a concept, but you don't have a title. You just wait to see how the work come out and then you'll come up with a title that describes it all. So I got a couple of titles right now that I'm bouncing back in my head. I would love to lay one on y'all, but I don't know if it's going to be the final one. So I don't want to have people looking for that title. You know what I mean? But I got an album that, 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 that I worked hard on, bro. And, um, I think. You know, matter of fact, I know, you know what I'm saying? People are going to be very happy with it. You know what I'm saying? It's a mixture of what, you, what they like, what, they, yeah, what yeah. they're used to, and what they yeah. need. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm because, exactly. yeah, I'm, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not the same 22, 24, 25, 26-year-old. You know what I mean? So I have grown, right? If my music don't mm-hmm. reflect that, I mean, what am I doing? You feel yes, me? Yes, and then I think right. people will appreciate Big Mike, right? Because <clears throat> my music was a little bit 
they could get a little, they could get closer to, right? Like right. when, um, you know, the Ghetto Boys would be doing a group on another level and everything for Rap Lot was, was, was going to be hard. You feel me? It was going yeah. to be hard, right? So I come with some music that's a little bit more vulnerable. You feel me? I could yeah. talk about on the real how, you know what I'm saying? My baby mama, it hurt my feelings, you know what I mean? And yeah, baby mama yeah. and stuff like that, I could be a little, I could be honest, you know what I'm saying? And I think people appreciated that honesty. You know what I mean? And I think that's what they want from me, right? So in this mm-hmm. album, I, I made sure that I was being as honest, as open, as vulnerable, you know what I'm saying? To my mm-hmm. fans as possible, to where they can feel me and appreciate it and still be fed and say, okay, I'm fed for all the fans that was that was down with me back then, right? And all the new yeah. fans could appreciate the music too. So yeah, I got an album. I got the first thing, or I can tell you is a song titled Armor, right? Okay. We just yeah. finished it, got the mastering back. Um, I'm getting the treatments in for the videos, and we should have that out to y'all in November. I'm not on no time frame because I'm not um, in conjunction with a major label. I'm doing it independent. You feel me? So I got the freedom to be able to shoot it out there whenever I want to, right? So my once I get going, my fans ain't gonna have to wait for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think I have an effective campaign. You know what I mean? And um, be able to get out there and still do my big mic thing, man. Like I say, it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? God's been good to me throughout the yeah. years. I look forward to a blessed future. You know what I mean? And I'm and, um, giving everybody some more music. Yeah, man. And yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, like I always say, man, you know, the, Hello? the thank you yep. for the music yep. they tried to put out for us, man, because as they they to them doing part and that's something serious, I mm-hmm. say it's like you were, you was talking to us, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, it was yeah, like something sure. that we could relate to at that moment. And like I said, I played it, you know, at some house parties, you know, I played it in the, in the cars, I played it in my mm-hmm. headphones, waiting on the mm-hmm. bus stop. I woke up to it in the morning, exercised to it, walked to school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. And it's, a, it's no. a blessing to be able to have a record like that that people feel that way about, right? Because I used right, to always, yeah. like, you know, I'll be listening to music with friends and stuff, right? And say, we'll be listening to the Jacksons, right? Now, everybody know the Jacksons are big, right? Right? Yeah. And a lot of people outside the black community be like, yeah, Jacksons, Michael Jackson, the Jacksons, right? Right? Yeah. But yeah. they mm-hmm. might not know about the barge. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They might not know right. about the boys, right? It'd be like, right, you right. feel me? Who is that you jamming? Is that, that the Jacksons? No, this is the boys right here. You feel me? I call mm-hmm. that that ghetto gold. You feel me? That's not just totally in the mainstream. And I used to be always like, boy, if I could be one of those artists and have one of those records right there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess, you know, the Lord blessed me with a record like that. And I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful for the reception that 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 record has gotten the influence that it had on people. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, but, but but to my fans, y'all, please be receptive to this new stuff. You feel me? Oh, yeah. You know that, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, is is new now. Y'all, please be receptive to that. You know what I mean? And don't yeah. be like, oh, that ain't that 94, because you're going to be in for letdown, and you're going to miss out on yeah. on a lot. You know what I mean? Right. So we have to be right. open. And that's the same way I am with these artists. You know what I'm saying? I, I get out there, and I listen to the radio. I tap in. To what's happening, you know what I'm saying, every now and then, and try to check out what's going on, you know what I'm saying, and you got to get down on their wavelength, you know what I'm saying, and how they do things, right, <clears throat> because right. you don't want to miss them, right, so I say not concentrate mm-hmm. on tracks, make sure I got those banging tracks, right, I deliver it, you know what I mean, the way they like to yeah. hear it, but I'm saying what I want to say, right, 
So at the no end lie. of the day, they'll get fed and they can turn up. You know what I mean? So, right. you know. That's what's up. But, um, yeah, yeah listen. Yeah. And to everybody, all the other artists out there, man, that's fans of Mike, you know what I'm saying, that would love to have me on a feature like that, y'all can email me, you know what I'm saying, your request or whatnot, at Big Mike, followed by the letters BCD, B is in boy, C is in cat, D is in dog at gmail.com. That's Big Mike at BCD, Big Mike BCD at gmail.com. Also, for them shows and everything, I'm still performing, I'm doing my thing, you feel me? I know that yeah, I'm yeah. being in the public eye a lot because that's just how I am, right? I don't, I don't, you know, I, I never been one for the cameras and stuff like that. I always just been a studio head. You know what I mean? I love the, the creative process, right? But I know yeah. that that's being out, you know, in promoting and all that come with the business. You feel me? But yep. y'all don't think that I've been, I'm inactive. I'm very much active. You know what I mean? And um, I'm going to get that new music to out, out to y'all shortly. You know, uh, but y'all can look me up at I Am Big Mike. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah, on, yeah. on Facebook, and that's going to lead you to all the other things. I'm getting my Instagram numbers up. I'm a little bit behind. My daughter talked me into it. You feel me? She's like, yeah, you got to get on. I'm like, that's just too much to keep up with. The Facebook, the Twitter, the emails, the this and that. You feel me? But um, so we had to get back out there. So, you know, once again, I want to thank y'all brothers and thank you, sister, y'all for having thank me, you. you know what I'm saying, on the wow. show or whatnot. Yeah, you know, you, and um, yeah, yeah, man, y'all look forward to that new music, and I'm I'm gonna make sure y'all get that single. As soon as yeah, I get it up uh-huh. and ready, I'm gonna make sure y'all get that thing, man. I yes, already get it, get it I'm to us, man, get it to us. Right. That's the Chalk Radio, yeah. baby. Yep. Hey, yes, yeah, there you go. Hey, don't nobody want it better than me. I promise you that. I can't <laughs> wait to get it out there to y'all for real. Yes, for real. All right, well, look, I mean, I'm, I got to get this session. I got my engineer waiting for me. Like I said, I appreciate y'all, man. God thank bless you y'all, man. God All right, bless thank you. Y'all. Love you, man. Love you. Peace. Love you too, baby. <laughs> Peace. Peace. All right. Peace. All right, and there you have it, Hip Hop Heads. Another backstory from another Hip Hop legend, Big Mike. He told us all about his home beginnings in New Orleans and moved it over to Houston and flooded the streets with his rhymes and storytelling, bringing you the best as only graffiti talk radio can do it. If we don't talk about it, it's because it didn't happen yet. And they old school hip hop live forever. Peace. Peace. Talkradio.com.